Welcome to Living Simply, a guide to mindful living and mindful parenting with your host, Dr. Gina. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Living Simply with Dr. Gina Madrigrano. My name is Ben Barber. Dr. Gina, how are you today? I'm super well. How about you, Ben? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. Uh, what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to talk about fear of conflict. Mm. Okay. Yeah. No, I have that. I have that. <laughs> I have that in spades uh, and hearts and diamonds and clubs. Um, explain. Yeah. Same here. I don't like conflict. Um, and that's the thing. We try to avoid it at all costs. And that's, there is a cost when we avoid conflict. So why do we avoid conflict? Because we're scared of the consequences. We're scared what's going to happen. We're scared of the person's reaction, what they're going to think. So often it's not because we plan to have a conflict. We know we need to be assertive about something, stand up for ourselves, set a boundary. And we don't because we fear there will be a conflict. So there's a lot of avoidance going on because we fear that either there'll be retaliation or it'll end up as a conflict. So in the short term, it feels good to not do what we should do, but there's a price to pay in the long term. Yes, absolutely. Uh, this happens to me constantly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very bad at conflict. Uh, I don't like it. Small amounts of conflict, large amounts of conflict. Uh, don't like it. Don't want it. Want I want to be? I want people to like me. I want to be the most affable person in the world. I don't want anything to ever bother me. Uh, I don't want to need anything from anybody ever. Uh, I don't. Um, yeah. I don't necessarily like I don't want to I don't want to impose on other people ever. I'm a very afraid of conflict. Yeah, we don't want that. We don't want to hurt their feelings. We don't want to be rejected. We don't want to think we're high maintenance. There's a whole bunch of reasons why we avoid having the difficult conversations. And I see it if if we think about couples uh, to start with, because I'm working with a lot of people. I don't work with a lot of couples anymore, but I work with a lot of people who have issues with the couple. And my questions when they, they're dissatisfied with things, I'm like, did you tell him? Did you tell her? No. Why? <laughs> Where they're going to say this, they're going to say that, then I'm going to feel this, then that's going to happen. So basically, they fear the the conflict. So um, in the short term, they feel good because oof, they've avoided an argument or they've avoided hurting someone's feelings. But then the relationship slowly disintegrates itself. There's the intimacy goes away. And I don't necessarily mean intimacy physical, but just the openness letting the other person in the vulnerability and and the opposite is just is 
is the benefit of opening up to someone and being honest and having the difficult conversations. You both grow, you both build more trust, vulnerability, intimacy, and closeness as a result. So it's good to get through the bumpy parts so you can reap the benefits of having the difficult conversations. Whether it's with your kids, your friends, um, anyone. And, and I think it, over time, it also reduces resentment. Yeah. Yeah, I think that people, when people think about um, conflict, they think about like fights and wars and all of those things. And in reality, uh, like we avoid little micro conflicts every day, right? Like yeah. I know I do. Um, I'm, I get afraid to send an invoice because I'm like, is it at the wrong time? Did I send it at the wrong time? Did I, are they going to be mad that I charged for this, even though it was agreed upon beforehand? Are yeah. they going to, are they going to pay? Are they going to say that they have an issue and that they can't pay right away? Or like, are they, you know, I, um, asking someone out on a date conflict, uh, <laughs> because there's a, because there's an opportunity. Like, I feel like if you broaden this to any time that there's a chance for anything to go wrong, all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, we do that all the time. That's why we're not truthful to ourselves. That's not why we're not, that's why we tell little white lies, you know, yeah. because we're afraid of all of these micro conflicts. And, and we're also afraid of rejection. Oh, low, low, yeah. What, 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 what? <laughs> yeah. Rejection, getting a no, right. It's like, ask for what you need. Yeah. But what if they say no, then you feel shame, embarrassment. Why did I ask when we've talked about this a few years ago, when it's not personal to you, right? Yep. When we open up to someone, um, we're talking about ourselves. When the other person reacts to us, we don't want to take it personally. Their reaction tells us more about them than about you. Even if they do get upset at you, it's not about you. It's about them because someone else might not be upset. So it's like, okay, good. Let's talk about it. Let's see why you're so upset. And I, I totally get it with the invoicing. Like, I don't know in your field, but often in my field, um, because you're a psychologist, they think you shouldn't bill for certain acts you, that you do, right? Oh, I yeah. filled out insurance papers. You owe me this much. What do you mean I owe you? Right. Well, do you work for free? <laughs> It, I just spend an hour working on your insurance papers so you can get benefits. Um, so it is touchy in my field. And I think when you're in the years ago, I was scared to ask for that. But now I tell them up front so there's no surprise. Uh, but I still have, before I send the invoice like you, I, I don't have a problem with therapy. But when I'm going to bill for filling out forms or I'm like, are they going to react? Are they yep. going to, you know, I'm going to freak out while I'm billing for this, even though I warned them I will. Yep. Um, yeah, we fear people's reaction. And usually we don't fear a good reaction. We fear a negative reaction. 
um yeah yeah that's that's um i mean i have been afraid of every interaction like that in general and it's terrible it's why i now have a business partner that can send out the contracts and the invoices for me so i don't have to do that because uh you know in in my business situation like avoiding conflict has led to terrible things happening right like i've allowed you know people to like do ridiculous things like owe me like eight thousand dollars and just and just and i'm still being very nice about it and like the (laughs) you know and um and like uh on a like matching with someone on a dating app right and and within like an hour of a conversation being like I should let them know that uh, I'm I'm a hundred percent cool with this. Just like I only expect to be friends here. Yeah. Like I'm just I'm I'm gonna shut I'm gonna shut this down and take myself out of the out of the running for for whatever they've been swiping on immediately because like like there's a good chance nothing's gonna happen here. So I'm just gonna make sure that nothing does because because that seems easier. Like I I am a coward, <laughs> uh, in in every sense of the word, Gina. You're not a coward. You're just scared. Like basically the fear took over. So you just need to build a little bit of courage because if, if you keep calling yourself a coward, you're, you're putting yourself down and that's not going to make you courageous. And, and to understand that fear is normal. We're all scared. It's, we don't learn to be scared. We're born scared. And we learn to be courageous. Um, it's, and that's all it is, is how do I do this thing even if I'm scared? Not, oh, I'll do it when I'm not scared anymore. Right. Right. I'll, I'm going to ask these people who owe me 8,000 bucks. It's going to be super hard to ask them, but I need to do it anyways. So I can get my money back because that's the short term, long term. In the short term, you get relief from not invoicing, let's say, or asking for the money you owe. It it does feel good to avoid. But in the long run, it can cause you financial difficulties, right? Because you count on that money to pay your bills. But if it's not coming in, then you're in dire straits. So basically, you're saying you matter more than I do. Me letting you be comfortable not owing me money is more important than my discomfort that I'm not going to have enough money to pay my bills. So in the end, that's what fear is. Fear is so strong. It, it's, um, it allows us to avoid, avoid, just like other episodes we've talked about denying death. What is it? It's fear. Um, not saying the truth. What is that? It's fear. Yep. Fear really wreaks havoc, havoc on our lives. And avoidance is the easiest thing to do because it works. But the yep. bad side of that is it makes the fear get big, bigger and bigger. It doesn't make it smaller. And the only way to deal with fear is to face it and do it anyways. I know you're right. <laughs> uh, I don't want to do it though. 
in, in the end, right, what we avoid always catches up with us sooner or later in, in one form or another. So, so let's, again, let's use uh, couples, but even it applies to friendships, jobs. If you avoid the conversations, the difficult conversations, in the end, something does happen. So example, in a couple, you don't have the difficult conversations, you don't get your needs met, the other one doesn't. Then one cheats or one goes, okay, I want a divorce. Well, whatever you were avoiding catches up with you and it actually does happen. And I see that in jobs too. Um, I, I work with a lot of super high achieving women, type A, they work overtime, they're smart. They take on, take on, and I try to drive the message, you need to set a boundary here because you're burning out, you're getting sick. And they're scared to disappoint. And then what happens? Um, management quits, there's a big shuffling of stuff. And that person I work with, their needs didn't matter. So I'm like, do you see, you did all these things for these people at your expense. And in the end, these people don't care about you mm -hmm. and you resent them. And I try to explain, it's not their job to take care of you. It's a job. They're not your family. So you need to take care of you and have the difficult conversations with your boss and go, listen, I'm doing the job of three people. I can do this and this, but this is going to have to go. That's a difficult conversation, but we don't have it because we're scared. What if I, I look incompetent? What if I lose my job? Which usually they won't, uh, but it's fear. And then they burn out and then they see the hard way that the organization will look out for its own best interests in the end. They don't care about you. You're just another em employee or manager. So... So it, it proves to you that you need to have those conversations if you want your life to be, to some degree, stress-free and um, have more meaning and be more satisfied and content with your situation. Yeah, absolutely. It's great advice. I want to take it. I Hopefully I'll take it. I'll, you know what? I'll get back to you on it. Um, <laughs> well, pick one, pick one. What, what's a difficult conversation you need to have? And, and we'll use that one. Well, um, I've had the difficult, so I've had the difficult conversations, uh, recently with, um, with like the, you know, the people that, uh, owe me money, for example, right? Like the clients that have not, because there's multiple, yeah. um, and, uh, and I, you know, getting more firm on those things is, is something that I need to work on for sure. Um, the, the, the fear of rejection though, like is something that I, so like we're in a process right now where we're constantly talking to new people, um, and, uh, offering them packages and whatever. And I'm like, you, you're aware of this, Gina, like, I'm not a great salesperson. I don't really like, I just want to help you. I don't really care about your money or like whatever. Like I just, so, you know, saying like, Hey, this is the price is difficult for me. Uh, and so, so like closing a sale on that is hard. And then also 
the it's the exact same thing with a with a relationship. My business partner actually uh, laughs at me a lot um, because I don't like to go for the for the clothes, and I do uh, and I do not like to go for the clothes um, uh, when it comes to uh, talking to um, a a potential uh, love interest. Um, not interested in in in, uh, in like would like I'm just nope. You know what? It's fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I asked. Same thing with you know, with it. Like people are are literally like begging to work with us, and I'm like, yeah. You know what? I'm sorry. Never mind. Never mind. You you think I'm an idiot, right? Like I'm I'm. I'm it's cool. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know. What well, it is. well, it's. You you said something and and I lost it. Well, oh yeah. Um. You you gotta look at. The pain of not doing it is bigger than the pain of doing it. So let's use a love interest. It's like, okay, you can be safe and never dip your toe and never get rejected because you're rejecting first. Is It's I'm, safe. Yes. <laughs> but how painful is it? Everyone's different, but let's say you, because if you're obviously dipping your toe, you, you have an interest to find a love interest is yep. how painful will your life be by not having someone to share your life with? Will that be more painful than taking the risk of being rejected? I, I know I'm supposed to say no. I'm sorry, I mean, I'm supposed to say yes. Well, it, it's it, think of it this way. It is painful to be rejected, yes. It's it's inevitable. You will be rejected. It's part of the dating game, right? It's like the lottery. Yep. You got to be you got to be rejected a lot to find the right one. So if you if you approach it that way, thinking I'm going to be rejected, it's not about me. It it's it says nothing about you when someone doesn't want to be with you. Just like you don't love everybody. It doesn't mean the people you don't love are bad. You just don't click with them. Different values, different personality, different views. It's like, hey, they're just not my my type of people. But it doesn't mean they're terrible people. So if you approach it with, it's worth suffering the rejection because of the joy I will get and the benefits of having of experiencing a relationship once I do find that person versus how painful will it be to spend the rest of my life alone? Yep. So they're both painful, but in the end, it's which pain are you willing to tolerate? Yep. Versus I shouldn't have pain. No, no, it's painful to be rejected. It's painful to swipe, no one wants you, someone wants you, the wrong one wants you. It is painful. But is it more painful to look back on your life, you know, 20 years from now and you'll go, oh my God, I should have done it. Who cares? Now I'd be with someone or maybe I'd have kids or whatever. You got to project yourself that way. Will that pain be even more painful? So it's which and that's where meaning comes in like we've talked about before is what gives your life meaning is worth going through that pain 
and using what you and I have talked about a while back on the four agreements, even if someone rejects you, it's not about you. The right person will pick you, will choose you, and will love all of you. And remember this quote. I heard it from Caroline Mace, but I don't know if she invented it or not. Um, the whole quote is, man's rejection is God's protection. So if you don't believe in God or whatever, you can just go, rejection is protection. And from the moment I heard that quote, which applies to today's talk, right? The fear of conflict, ultimately is fear of rejection, is if I do get rejected, if I don't get what I want, in the end, it's because there's something better out there for me. It's, it's protecting me. Being rejected is, is a good thing because let's say whoever you pick was the wrong one, they could do a lot of damage. It's a lot easier to be rejected on the first two, three dates than after five years where you've invested so much in a person. So I think it applies, like even when I got my house, there was a house I loved, didn't pass inspection, and I was really sad. And then I just said, rejection's protection is because there's there was either something wrong with this house and there's a better house waiting for me. And there was, it was like $80,000 less and it had a swimming pool. So same thing, if, if a person rejects you, awesome, next. Where's the next one? If a client rejects you, great, good riddance. Move on, make space for the next one. So if, if we approach our fear of conflict that way, meaning even if the outcome is bad, you're like, awesome. It's it's protecting me from it getting worse. Yeah. And it's making space for something better. So that's a good way to approach fear is rejection, whether it's material, people, a situation is is protection. So now it's it's just about getting the courage, not not having fear is I need to be courageous and get through my fear so I can get what I want out of this and be meaningful. Yeah. Uh, thank you. You're wonderful. Welcome. Wonderful. I'm sorry that, uh, that my, um, that my own insecurities dominated the majority of your advice. However, I think that it was uh, specific advice that was broad enough that can cover most of these uh, conflict avoidance um, situations. So I think that that's still, hopefully it was still helpful to the audience. It was incredibly helpful to me. Uh, do you have anything else you'd want to say before we go? Yeah. First, no need to be sorry. Your insecurities are very common. They, I face these same insecurities. So I don't think you're an exception. I think many people will resonate with your fears because basically we all have the same fears. It's they're pretty normal. Right. So <laughs> those are my last words. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Gina. Uh, it's a pleasure as always. If you guys want to contact her about 
your own conflict avoidance of your own fears um, around around this or any other issue, uh, you can reach out to her anywhere that you're watching or listening to this. You can find the links to all of her stuff in the description of this video or podcast. Uh, thank you so much, Dr. Gina, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you, Ben. Have a nice week. You too. Bye. For more information or to book an appointment with Dr. Gina, go to drmandragrano.com or click the link in the description of this episode.